farm. He took great pride in knowing he was helping his family. School was in session from 8.30 to 3 o'clock on weekdays, September through May. Students had 30 minutes for lunch with a 15-minute recess in the morning and again in the afternoon. The schoolhouse was located next to the Baptist church, so students used the well and the privy belonging to the church. The school consisted of one big room with a large pot-bellied wood-burning stove in the middle of the room, five hanging lamps, and eight tables with three chairs around each table. A chalkboard hung in front of the room. The teacher taught grades one through six, and parents paid $1.50 each for a child to attend school. If a family had two or more children, the fee was only an additional dollar each. However, most parents bartered for their children's schooling with crops, livestock, or anything of value. So children could help their families in the fields, school closed for two weeks in April to plant, and again in October for two weeks to harvest the crops, usually cotton or corn. There were about 20 children in the school each of the six years Art attended. He had Miss King for the first three years and Miss Potter the last three years. Students studied reading, writing, arithmetic, geography, and the Bible daily. In grades 4, 5, and 6, history was added to the curriculum. Even though there were no major discipline problems while Art attended, kids did play pranks on each other, and, of course, there were bullies, as with every school. Kids quickly learned that if they did not stand up to the bullies, they would make life miserable. The only way to change the situation was to fight them, which was usually the end of it. Both logging children enjoyed school, as they liked to learn, and really enjoyed the time with friends and kids their own age. When the loggings moved from Georgia nine years ago, Mr. Logging paid $100 for the mostly wooded 600-acre farm, part of which backed up to the Sulphur River. There were maybe 200 acres of meadow. During the first two years, the loggings put in a road and built a cabin, barn, corn cribs, and corral. Building pole fences for some part of the farm was an ongoing job. The gently rolling land was fair for growing crops, but there were too many trees. Nevertheless, the whole family had worked extremely hard to make their farm profitable and comfortable. Their stock included 20 cows, one milk cow, one bull, four sows, two horses, four mules, and chickens. The land was rough, though, and because of all the trees, brush, and proximity to the river, the loggings encountered both poisonous and non-poisonous snakes regularly. In the fall and spring alike, the temperatures averaged between 70 and 80 degrees. The summers were always extremely hot, averaging about 90 degrees with high humidity. Winters were generally tolerable and mild with very little snow or ice. But Art and Patricia were happy when it did snow, which was maybe once or twice a year. In fact, the Sulphur River had flooded once a year since the loggings moved to the area. Rain averaged about 40 inches a year. They had a lot of ticks, mosquitoes, flies, mice, rats, and snakes around the farm. Carefully planning the placement of his home and buildings, Paul wanted to make sure there was enough room to bring all of the stock up around the barn should the need arise. They built the compound on the highest ground possible. Furthermore, the loggings owned no slaves. Paul always said they were too poor to have slaves. In the surrounding area, Art knew of families who did own slaves, but even the largest farmer had, at most, two families of slaves. However, most locals, like the loggings, had no slaves. Some locals disagreed with slavery, but the real reason most people did not have slaves was because they could not afford them. In the last two years, though, Art figured his family really didn't need a slave because 
They had him. Two years after settling, Mr. Logging and Art rode along the Sulphur River and happened upon a fishing group of Choctaw from the Oklahoma Territory. The Choctaw was one of the five civilized tribes, and they settled in southeast Oklahoma Territory about 40 miles north of the Sulphur River. At first, both groups were startled. Art had never seen an Indian before, and after the initial shock and talking to his paw, he was more comfortable. His dad warned him to show no fear. Art was scared, but they were friendly and invited Mr. Logging and Art to eat fish with them. Art and his paw soon discovered that the Choctaw had two sick horses, and they asked Mr. Logging if he could help. The horses had sore tongue. The Indian said the horses had not eaten for two days, maybe three days. Using a knife, he made cuts on the sores in the horses' mouths before beginning the treatment. The horses were frightened. They were kicking and jumping.